Folks, uh, continuing on this Izadari issue, which uh, actually a big burden on Pakistan's economy and its safety apparatus. And uh, we saw that uh, uh, yesterday there was a bomb blast in one place where uh, two kids died. Then the many other events happened where the issue was created because the Shias they go out on the road on the door on the road and then they start taunting Muslims and they start blaming that these Pakistani Sunnis killed Hussein. I mean there cannot be any bigger lies than this. Hussein was killed by his own cousins, his own people in Saudi Arabia, not any Pakistani. There was no Pakistan back then anyway. Even there was no Indian. And he was killed in two hours fight. The Shia, they prolonged it to whole 10 days. And the purpose of that whole 10 days is that they want to spoil the beginning of a Muslim uh, calendar. Muslim calendar starts from Muharram 1 and instead of it being happy and a celebration, it starts with sorrow and it starts with hate between sects. So that's really very stupid. Hussein was killed in two hours for firefight and as I said, he was killed by the people who invited him because they were scared that if he went to uh, Damascus and made a peace with the Yazid, then no one, no one of us will be safe. Yazid will make sure that he elim- eliminates all these uh, backstabbers. So that was the reason. Then there was no, uh, if you listen to this, Nohas and Shah uh, Gariba and Dopare Gariba and all that bullshit. You will see them hearing, oh, his son was so trusty, he died from thrust, and Imam Abbas and the cousin of um, Hussein Abbas was bringing two buckets of water, and then the Yazidi pulled force, he took his one hand, so he picked up from the second hand, then he took out his second hand, and then he was uh, holding the bucket uh, from his mouth and then he was killed. Folks, Arafat was 70 miles away from the place where Hussein was killed. It was not on walking distance. All distance you can cover through a horse and then bring water to the family of Hussein. This drama that Hussein died very thirsty and the whole sky was about to fall and then all these grandeur stories which these uh, Shias have made unbelievable there is no such thing happened even today I mean if you look and listen to these uh, stupid people the uh, narrators they'll say oh Napoleon Bonaparte wrote a big uh, praising poem for, for Hussein and the guy says, I have the translation. You can make a photocopy. Her copy two rupees I mean, how stupid. 
you can be and this is from the sect who has almost 70% education highly qualified great people in that community but they keep quiet and then they go to those shaami gareebon or shaami dopahar or whatever it is and then they start uh, crying all of them cry fake i mean there is a famous video you will see where the camera come to this guy who was a little bit chubby chubby he was sitting fine but as soon as the camera comes he started crying making noise so this idea of crying is an absolute fake crying nobody is actually in a position in the i'm mean, nobody want to cry because nobody understand the story of hasan they just say oh he was very muslim and actually jazid was very cruel no he was not jazid was a typical umayyad ruler and every umayyad ruler was an absolute authoritarian dictator you rise against him he will eliminate you this is exactly what he did to sam nothing special same thing as i said the the caliph declared somebody fitna and then it become the responsibility of the government to behead that guy that's the only punishment they had he did to hundreds of people for 120 years of umayyad uh, caliphate is as example of it they were very merciless they will not listen to any opposing voice and if they get a chance or a hand of the guy they will eliminate him right away i mean this is has been the arab culture back then even when uh, the uh, abbasid came and the journal who actually helped them overthrow umayyad they invited him at their palace muslim khurasani was his name he won the man battle for uh, abbasids and they behead him right in their palace so neither umayyad nor abbasid nor four caliphs they were they never ruled humanely they had no place for any opposition or any challenge to their power that was the culture and then he hussein became a victim of it because he was not that smart if he had listened to his brother hasan who told him not to do that he could have been safe but again as i said you know shia needs hussein to create shiaism and they did it and they did it very well very well the only issue is that when it comes to pakistan the shia mullahs they created havoc for pakistan economy this started all this bullshit and in that comparison the sunni started celebrating eid milad nabi and then now they bring the same kind of processions and the government had to spend a lot of money for their safety what is going on i mean was pakistan created for this old time barbarians who didn't do any good to pakistan or any indian or any non arab she has know that they created this religion because arab did not want to share anything they were being victimized they were being treated like dogs but 
what does pakistan has done to you why do shia openly say they sunni in my in my uh, mohalla or community killed hussein abhi khote hussein was not killed by a pakistani hussein was not killed for any islam or anything islam zinda hota hai har karbala ke baad some of the stupid poets in pakistan they actually made this kind of stupid poetry which people recite without any explanation or without any thinking these branded people should know that islam was never dead so why would he become zinda was islam dead when yazid uh, was the ruler no the arabs were expanding on all corners the umayyads they established an empire for arabs for arabs who were only goat herders who were only eating dates and um, camel milk they become one of the richest community so islam was flourishing throughout umayyads throughout abbasids but the only bad thing in that islam is that non arabs had no respect non arabs had no rights non arabs were exploited their women were raped wherever they want to get a woman they just go and take it over if they occupy a city they kill the men and they take all the women that was the way they were conquering at the time of muhammad that is why uh, they were able to conquer about a million square mile in about 10 years the people who had nothing they overpowered everybody using this shit of jihad where they force every poor man to come and fight for them and be a war fodder ali did it umayyad did it abbasid did it because that tribal mentality that tribal era has no human rights but where does pakistan fit into this and in the same way then the sunnis they created all these uh, imams or uh, the big sufis and all those bullshitting people who say oh allah came in my dream and told me that my next son is going to be very famous like most of these fathers said these people are real thieves these people are blood suckers these people are the main disease in pakistan there should be a way to tax these people when somebody drive a pajero and does not pay any taxes it's a crime you don't need a law for that you the fbr should just send a tax notice show us from where you got this uh four wheel drive jeep or pajero or whatever it is show us the sources and show us if the tax was paid in civilized countries the religious groups are not taxed they whatever money they make if they take a salary from it means if they buy a impala car 
they have to make the details to IRS or the taxing authority and tell them that this is my money, this is why I pay personal income tax. Personal income tax is always taken, no matter if it's a mullah or is not a mullah. But in Pakistan, these mullah groups, these Sufi groups, the Shia groups, they are looting the country 24-7 and they don't pay taxes. And they disallow any law because they have majority in the assembly, legislature. They don't allow any such law to pass which put any taxes on the agriculture, landlords, which put any taxes on this big mullah gang and whatnot. And they call themselves Ashrafia. Folks, these are not Ashrafia. These are the badmash of the world, the worst badmash. And they are badmash because the, the GSQ supports them. Behind their back, they use their uh, street power and then they are exploiting the country in the same way. As you can see in Pakistan, the biggest crook, the biggest tax, uh, uh, tax, uh, not taxpayer, non-payer, tax non-payer, and the biggest smuggler is either a mullah or a military officer. These two gangs, this mullah military alliance, calling themselves Ashrafia, is the main reason why Pakistan will never be able to survive. No problem. I mean, if you have a billionaire, good for you. But pay taxes. In outside the country, people pay as much as 55%. And here these bastards, they pay 0%. And they have all the lavish things, big bungalows, expensive cars, send their kids to overseas, travel overseas as in when they want, and pay no taxes. I mean, in uh, Western countries, if you make $250,000, which is about five times what an average middle class makes, you pay 35% of the income as tax. That is why Pakistan will always remain beggar. And then they have these stupid rituals of Izzadari and Meed Miladun Nabi and Dar Miladun Nabi. They celebrate this Kurok Abdul Qadir Jilani who was the biggest liar this world has ever seen. And you can see even in today's Sufis, look at this Qadri. I mean, this crook is minting millions, making hundreds and thousands of people fool. And then he works with other faiths, like he, when Imam Kaaba, another crook, came to Lahore, he took him to his uh, center where 15, 20 kids were saying, Duru Sharif. What a bullshit. Duru Sharif is not needed. No Arabs has ever done it. They don't say Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They say Muhammad Al-Arabi. This drama started by Sufis should 
stop and the smart intelligent educated people should raise a voice from this stupidity and waste of time we need to take out every religious effect in the society you as i said in my last postcard imran khan or any other government official does not have to praise hussein or mohammed because they were both arabs they have no relation with pakistan they are actually the reason why pakistan is poor arabs exploited they treat you like a dog and they stop any progress in pakistan i have said in my previous postcast if the ziaul haq had not overthrown bhutto karachi will be dubai before dubai but this uae people the dubai people they were working with these mullahs and this isi and the saudi people they made sure this guy is not alive they hanged him and then they start supporting zaulak who was the worst of his time the guy damaged pakistan so much you will hardly see any such example in history even african dictators did not hurt their country as much as zaulak did i know bhutto made a mistake of nationalization he got carried away but he wanted to help pakistan he wanted to pakistan to go on the way to progress as far as i know he never went for hajj and umrah shit thereby wasting but since yawla came now there is a government delegation the ministers and their families they go to hajj and umrah at the cost of government billions and billions are wasted on a place which is fake mecca is 110% not real this is not house of allah it's the house of saud which is making them billions it is over 50 billion dollar commercial hub what is wrong with pakistanis even educated pakistanis don't understand and realize that this shit is destroyed the country from within we were not supposed to be mecca going and madina going people we were supposed to be people of science we were supposed to be good researchers we were supposed to be good educators good artists good musicians as i said in my previous podcast two nobel prize came from lahore the best musicians came from lahore and now this place is celebrating izadari and the worst thing is that they take those places and go to the uh, brothel houses and the young they go there and uh, look at those beautiful prostitutes or beautiful girls and they say ye wali meri hai oye usko nahi dekho ye meri hai main usko ghar chhod ke aata hu this is what they do this is called chhanebazi because you stopped any opportunity for young kids to have fun to intermingle to understand 
have some sex knowledge, some education. The world has moved away from this shit of marriage and uh, uh, sex. Consensual sex is now legal. Even in India, it's now legal. But here we have, we have created a system based on 7th century Arab culture where all the burden is on women. And the men are acting as an animal. As 400 of those young kids, they did to a couple of women who were doing TikTok in Minare, Pakistan. They molested them for four hours. I mean, how barbaric you can be. And you call yourself uh, living in Pakistan, the land of the pure. Is that what the pure people do? I mean, you guys have really totally, totally destroyed the vision of Kadyas. Who always said that it will be democratic, progressive and sensible nation. In the last meeting which he had with Gandhi, Gandhi had told Jinnah that this country will be theocratic. He came out and said, no, this country will be democratic and secular. But look what we have done. Here we have prime ministers and presidents and all trying to use the best, best world to praise 7th century barbarians who have nothing done good for Islam or Pakistan or India. They only suck the blood of Indians and Pakistani Muslims. And Indian Muslims should used to, we used to help them a lot, let them survive when they had no oil. But they've forgotten everything. And they treat them like dogs. They treat them like beggars. They don't even call them a uh, respectable name. They call them Rafiq. I mean, listen to this. We have some common sense. Use your brain for how long you will be living as a dumbass. For how long you will be uh, exploited by these crooks, Shia, Sunni, Wahhabi, Sufi, all these gangs. These people should only do preaching. They should be taxed heavily. Government should make sure they don't have more than two times food on their table. Because they are supposed to be men of Allah. And men of Allah, they don't keep two days, uh, two times food on, in their home. Because they think Allah will bring more next tomorrow. But these have become an absolute barbaric group who create all kind of problems. Yesterday I was uh, listening to an art, uh, uh, a TV show uh, about halala. The worst thing you can do to a woman. And the guy said, who is the head of the Council of Islamic Ideology, that the Ministry of Religion, Religious Affairs should, should make a law to ban this. And I'm sure nobody will be able to ban this because 
mullahs think that this is good it is a tool for us to exploit others women and there are halala centers in pakistan i mean where in the world you see this kind of barbarism and disgrace to women you this women are your mothers your daughters your sisters and this is how they get treated and you guys still say sallallahu alaihi wasallam i mean is there any lowest limit of iq one can go down and this uh, the minister of religious affairs said okay tomorrow i'm going to send the uh, the request to council of islam ideology to uh, approve a law this bastard should have made this law in 1947 should have made this law 200 years ago because this is an absolute barbarism that when somebody divorces a wife then the wife has to go and have sex with somebody else before he can remarry unbelievable folks clean your brain think like human being think like qaidiyazam think like idi and be a better person god bless